Welcome. My name is Marcelo Carcach. I am the pastor of Iglesia Conexiones, a Spanish name that means Connections Church. We are a bilingual and Baptist church in Jessup, Maryland. If you would like to learn more about the church, please visit our website, iglesiaconexiones.org. In today's message, we will explore John 17:3, which says, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This passage in the Bible can be difficult to understand. You may have heard some people use this passage to teach that Jesus is not God, but this is not the point of the passage. Jesus was praying to the Father in the presence of his disciples. His prayer didn't only address the Father, but it also taught his disciples who were listening. In his prayer, Jesus recognized and taught that the Father is the only true God. Who is this Father of whom Jesus speaks? The Father is the God of the Old Testament, Jehovah, of whom the prophet Jeremiah wrote, For you are our Father. Though Abraham does not know us, and Israel does not acknowledge us, you, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from of old is your name. Isaiah 63.16 This God is the only true God, as Moses taught in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. In his prayer, Jesus was teaching the same truth that Isaiah and Moses taught. Jehovah is the only God. He is the one true God. He is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and the God of the nation of Israel. And he is also our God, the God of Christianity. However, By acknowledging that God the Father is the only true God, Jesus is not denying that He is divine. How so? Well, the point of the passage is that God offers eternal life to humanity. But the only way to receive this eternal life is by receiving Jesus. And this is eternal life, Jesus said, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. John 17:3. Why must we know Jesus in order to receive eternal life from God? Because Jesus is the Christ. The word Christ is the English transliteration of the Greek word Christos, which is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Mashiach or Messiah, which means anointed. In the Bible, when a person was chosen to be a king or a priest, that person was anointed with oil. When we call Jesus the Christ or Messiah, we are saying that Jesus is the one whom God has anointed to be king of the world, king of the universe, and king of God's creation. Jesus is very special to God. Why? Because Jesus isn't only God's anointed, he is also God's word. In the introduction to his gospel, the Apostle John wrote, 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You see, according to Jesus, the Apostles, and the Bible, Jesus is the Word of God. He is that part of God's being through whom God created all things, the heavens, the earth, and everything in them, as described in the book of Genesis. As the Word of God, Jesus is part of God's very own being, just as God's Spirit is part of God's own being. In fact, Jesus said to his disciples, The Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. John 16:27. When he says, from God, he literally says in the Greek manuscript, You have believed that I came out from God. And this is the way it is translated in the King James Version because the translators understood the importance of this. Jesus wasn't merely saying that he was sent by God. He says that elsewhere in the text. But in this verse in particular, Jesus was teaching that as the word of God, Jesus came from God's own being and was therefore a part of God himself. In fact, God had already said the same thing about his word in the Old Testament. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Isaiah 55:11. You see, the word of God is not only something God says, but it is the part of God through which God created all things and the means through which God accomplishes all his purposes. It is capable of departing from God's mouth, doing God's will, and returning to God. As he said, it shall not return to me empty. And that is what Jesus did. He departed from God, did God's will, and finally returned to God. Now the point of John 17, 3, is not to teach that Jesus is God. The point is that the only way to know the Father and receive eternal life is by knowing Jesus Christ. But the reason why knowing Jesus Christ is necessary to know the Father and receive eternal life is that Jesus is the Word of God who, according to the Gospel of John, is God. And these are points that John had already made about Jesus. In John 14:6. Jesus said, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So you see, Jesus is essential to knowing God, and without Jesus you can neither know God nor have eternal life. And in John 1.18 we read, No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. Jesus is the only God at the Father's side because he is God's Word, and because he is God's Word, he has made God known. If you want to come to God the Father and receive eternal life, you must first receive Jesus of Nazareth, the Word of God, who became a human being 
died on a cross, resurrected, and ascended to the Father. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we believe in you, and in your name we receive Jesus, whom you sent to reveal you, to die for our sins, and to resurrect so we can have eternal life through faith in him. We believe he is your Messiah, and we believe he is your word. Help us to know him, help us to know you, and grant us eternal life with you and with Jesus. Amen.